107.9 FM. Adeo, 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 Baba buba ba bo ti ba gogo godo godo ara wi ajebi aparun igilango ogo bile to da fokunrin atobirin ajebi aparun ko sun ta gba ta fi ku luwa ajebi aparun tu koju ajebi aparun bo si dara fawo okunrin lati fo gogo ago ara mo toni toni be lo da fawo obirin tori ipo ndudun lami oni simo ajebi aparun o ti wa ni oni efun powder ni gogo ile itaja ogun ile ise ajebi tradu medical company limited Ton show le koko lo gbe jade lati je alara tunta 08026266826 ajebi aparun Fresh 107.9 FM Professionalism Nurtured by Experience Adams with that beautiful team there, Nigeria, my beloved country. I remember back in the day in the 80s and the 90s when the song, you know, you know, was all over the airways. The song made you feel proud to be a Nigerian. I am proud to be a Nigerian, despite whatever we're going through right now. I am a proud Nigerian and I'll always be a Nigerian no matter what. Okay, come rain, come shine. I am a Nigerian. Are you a Nigerian? Are you proud to be a Nigerian? And with that one, I say welcome to the show. This is Freshly Pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station, Fresh 107.9 FM. My name is Benga Oreshegun, the man you just have to love this morning. I'm not here alone. I have the delectable one. 
Amayami Adesoye here this Monday morning. Let's I am also a proud Nigerian. Yeah, sure. So our home. Yeah, Indeed. sure. Come rain, come shine. Come whatever rain, happens. Whatever happens. <laughs> subsidy or no subsidy. Yes. I am a Nigerian. We are I'm Nigerians. Proud. We are Nigerians. <laughs> so, and I believe the government should also know that as Nigerians, they should take things easy with us. Yeah, slow and steady. They okay, they should, exactly. They should mm-hmm. take things easy with us. So welcome to the show. Yemi, looking all beautiful this morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It is Monday uh-huh. and... Uh, I'm still in a very proud mood, salary week. So, you know, so if you see me, I glow. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm still. Yeah, even, even, even though with the salary, but now mm. the subsidies were removed, you know. Uh. Lots on on a Saturday, I yes. I got fuel two thousand naira. You know, for my league one thousand naira will fill up a five liter keg. Okay. Uh, but I got fuel for two thousand naira, and five liters was not like it didn't even get to eat. It's <laughs> top. I was like, oh dear, we just have to manage this for two days. Like just put on a generator, charge your phone for one hour, then you put it off, then you go to sleep. Even in the streets, there's this quietness. Yeah, but I sure. love it. Mm-hmm, yeah, I love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. The quiet, you know, it's just it's good. Yeah, so I'm not here alone. I have Samson right here in the building. Samson with a vintage shirt, looking all handsome and young this morning (laughs) good morning good morning morning to you uh gentlemen uh great to be here again this morning how you feeling the subsidy though ah that's enjoying it well enjoying it no i'm not enjoying it but um, i'm also trying to um apply some coping strategies Mm. You know, trying to adjust to the new lifestyle. Yeah, cut your coat according to your plan. Yes, yes. I, 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 I put something on my, on my wall yesterday. You know, talking about neighbors who are now very humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't hear the sound of generators mm-hmm. anyhow yes. these days, mm-hmm. and when you hear it. <laughs> Uh, it's just for one or two hours. Like like I met someone, uh, some, Miami. Yeah. Someone said, made a joke. He said, uh, <laughs> someone came to service his generator and the mechanic was using fuel to wash the oil. That's, ah. that's, that's a capital punishment it, it was. for <laughs> such a person. If got. <laughs> and driving here this morning from Lagos, Omar. I had to, I, I, I couldn't go beyond 70 80 you can imagine oh, you couldn't do the James Bond. Uh, yes because <laughs> because the, the more the engine need power True. you know to to move faster so I, I think maybe it will also reduce over speeding it's not as if I've been over speeding at least I could still have gone on 100 110 when I need to overtake then sure. come back but now I'm just I'm driving and Intermittently, I'm looking at, at the gauge. <laughs> <laughs> Where I do but it's 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 not really funny out there. Uh, people are going through a lot, but um, like they've explained to us many times, well, the we have to make sure that uh, we deal with the pains that we are going through. Sure. Uh, we only hope that while the people are adjusting, government will also adjust. Hmm. All right. So I, let's hope that the government <laughs> will adjust. They will reduce. You know. Talk about money senators get, uh, <laughs> pensions from governors and all. Maybe they'll reduce all of these maybe. things. And also, convoy. Mm. Yes, maybe. So, you know how we do it. On the Freshly Press, we review the papers for you this morning. And it goes from 7 to 8 o'clock. And the cause of the conversation will bring you into it so that you can also drop your comments. So, the Punch newspaper with the headlines, Subsidy, NLC, Sean's Federal Government's Meeting. Electricity workers back strike. NLC Sean's federal government meeting. Electricity workers back strike. The Punch newspaper also has this one. PDP wants Tinubu to make asset declaration public. PDP wants Tinubu to make asset declaration public. The Vanguard newspaper has this one. Subsidy, federal government and TUC to reconvene on Tuesday. Subsidy, federal government and TUC to reconvene on Tuesday. The Vanguard newspaper talk about insecurity. Bandits kill scores in Zamfara. Abduct over 30 girls. Bandits kill scores in Zamfara. Abduct over 30 girls. The Daily Trust has this one. Hmm. Dust over disappearance of Nigeria Air after lunch. Dust over disappearance of Nigeria Air after lunch. The News Direct has this one. 500 Naira per liter PMS. NLC, Serap, seek probe of 8 years fuel subsidy payment. 500 Naira per liter PMS. NLC, Serap, 
seek probe of ATS fuel subsidy payment. The Platform Times has this one. Eight days after Governor Biodun keeps politicians and supporters in suspense over appointments. Eight days after Abiodun keeps politicians and supporters in suspense over appointments. On the Nigerian Tribune this Monday morning, subsidy federal government TUC meeting Asurok Villa. Yaya Baylor's convoy attack political that is coming from Natasha. Also there this morning as well, 10th National Assembly, Tinubu to meet opposition lawmakers today, that is today, Monday. And on The Guardian, there are some headlines talking about uh, the fuel scarcity and the, the fuel subsidy removal. And then still, boycotts meeting as federal government TUC seek options out of Wednesday's strike. Serap tasked Tinubu on probe of alleged mismanaged $2.1 billion, 3.1 trillion naira fuel subsidy funds. That is also there this morning on The Guardian. And on the Pampishi newspapers, there are some headlines to take a look at. Woman stabs baby to death, says is directive by Oli spirit. Oh dear. Also there as well, Penpushi Media congratulates Oshoba National Honor of Command of Federal Republic. Nigerian government stops admission of pupils below age 12 into Unity schools. And there is also this one there. Ogun State Government orders investigation into killing of student arson in Ijebu Ode on the Penpushi newspapers. Alright, before we go into the details of this story, we'll go on this quick break. We'll be right back. Don't touch that radio. Academy Suite, telephone 0817-666-601. Academy Suite, home away from home. It is time to make every asshole that comes with switching power from the generating set to government's power source a thing of the past with Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover. Oh yes, Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover automatically switches from generators to the government's power source and vice versa in churches, mosques, private companies and homes without the stress of running around to change over manually. Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover is portable, comfortable, devoid of electric shock and guarantees utmost protection over lives and properties. Properties. Guess what? Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover works with every size of the generating set, ranging from the smallest size known as Ibeta Pass My Neighbor to the biggest of them all. What are you waiting for? Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover is produced and marketed by Detail Taiwo Electricals at 59 Old Owode Road along Mapoliwe, Onikolobo, Abeokuta. Telephone is 0803-248-1437. With Detail Taiwo Automatic Changeover, total comfort is guaranteed. Welcome back. We're back on radio. It is still freshly pressed on Niger's number one radio station, Fresh 107.9 FM Abel Kutam. My name is Binga. So nice to meet you. So let's go into the details. Let's dive in. Head first. The Punch newspaper has this one. Subsidy. NLC Sean's federal government meeting. Electricity workers back strike. All right, here's the story. The Nigerian Labour Congress on Sunday shunned a meeting called by the federal government to discuss the subsidy removal and the attendant hike in fuel pump price across the country. The union insisted that it would not hold any dialogue with the government representatives unless a legitimate team was set up. However, the trade union congress officials attended the meeting, which was a follow-up to the talks held with the NLC at the President of Willa in Abuja last week, which ended in a deadlock. This is as the electricity workers also vowed to join the strike and plunge the nation into a blackout in protest against the removal of fuel subsidy by the Bola Tinubu administration. Subsidy, NLC Sean's federal government meeting and electricity workers back strike. Yes, uh, yesterday we heard that the NLC decided to boycott the meeting 
of uh, yesterday. But uh, you know, according to the story, representatives of the TUC attended the meeting. Now, uh, on a live television yesterday, uh, the, T, uh, the NLC president, Joe Ajiru, um, said he gave reasons for boycotting. He said what of what use is the meeting because last week, Tuesday, when it held a meeting with the federal government and the labor union, they laid out their demands. And But the federal government appears not to be interested in some of their demands you know they said that they during that meeting they want the nnpcl not to bring out figures or fix prizes that they should first of all reverse to status quo okay that they should reverse to status quo but with the way things are samson let me start here do you think the nlc is fighting a losing battle here i i hope they are not uh, losing the battle i hope so because um they they are one of the bodies father as the umbrella body of workers when it comes to harsh government policies and what have you so uh if they know what is good for their members they should not you know we call them organized labor if they get disorganized they will be weak and when they become weak their members will suffer I've heard so many arguments from the generality of Nigerians that look, we are not all, all not all of us are salary earners. Don't bring us into this. At the end of the day, you ask for a pay rise. When they give you, it will not get to people in the private sector and other categories of workers. It will just be government workers. So don't bring us into your uh, aluta. That is already going on. Now, NLC went for a meeting. I mean, TUC went for a meeting. NLC is not there. They are looking for, they said, they, need, they, will, they will only appear before a legitimate team. The way I understand that is that maybe they will want maybe a, mini, a minister of labor and productivity or some other yeah, officials of government. But they know that you cannot have that now. Constitutionally, we don't have a national assembly that will even look, look at ministerial nominees now until June 13th. When they, 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 the president will pronounce, make this pronouncement, they will hold their elections to, to, to fill up the, the, uh, the, all the positions, you know, executive positions. So I, I think whoever they can talk to now, they should know that such a person is representing the president. Now, now they, and this is where they, they also need to be very careful. Okay. If the government agrees with the TUC on any matter now, where would that leave the NLC? Of course, they have more members than the TUC can boast of. But their, their ranks will have been broken. And that's dangerous. Okay, now there's this sentiment going on that, oh, the NLC is a part of the Labour Party, which is the opposition. Ah, now, that's that, also there. That, that's a sentiment. <laughs> and also you talked about... Um, but that sentiment who, is real. It is a real sentiment. Yeah. And also you talked about the people who um, the NLC were meeting with. Last week when they met on Tuesday, yes, um, on, on TV we saw with the people who came out, Joe Ajero came out, we saw Delia Lake coming out. He has not been appointed as a governor. On what? As what? That is what NLC is saying. Exactly. That they need a legitimacy. Exactly. Now we no, have a secretary. Have a right we have, we have it. No, they, because if if they agree with that team, that if that, that is illegitimate according to yes. them, that they, the government might tell you that by the time you have a minister, any agreement, the minister might tell you that was not part of it. That's the danger. So it's not as if the NLC does not have a say in it. But for TUC to have appeared, perhaps there should have been a convergence. Maybe the NLC president will have just also, you know, interacted with the TUC president. That look, this is what we are seeing. We hope you are also seeing it with us. Do you see the NLC being betrayed by the TUC here? Did they meet? Did, did, was there any arrangement that or agreement that please don't let us turn up there? We don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking out now that look, if they did not meet at that level before, just one party appeared, mm. then there, there's a problem. There is even more danger if they agreed that don't let us appear. Remember the um, they, they have a strike that has been declared. Mm. 
some other people are also saying even within the NSC that that's, that's an illegal strike that has been declared. You've not given the government the the, uh, the 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 ultimatum you should give them. The Congress did not agree. It's just the executive members. That conversation is also going on within the NLC. So the NLC, as we have it now, should be very careful. Some people also said they talked about the uh, 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 I think January 9, 2012 protest yeah, that happened Occupy for Nigeria. Occupy Nigeria for five mm. days. But between Saturday and Sunday, the NLC made a U-turn. And people could not gather in Ojota, coupled with the fact that the government of the day at that time also posted some soldiers there to quell that. Yes. But after that, the NSC went quiet. So since that time, the NSC lost a lot of credibility. credibility. Nigerians, hmm. that look, okay, you led us out for one week with some other opposition you know, personalities. Hmm. Now you left us in the cold. Since that time, tell me one NLC action that have really been strong in this country. So, th that is the NLC we have. But we have a new president of NLC, Joe Ajero, who a lot of people felt, oh, he, he has always been a unionist, you know, vociferous, very loud when he needs to speak and all that. But, how about this Labour Party connection? Exactly. Some people, are already, some people are already saying, mm. oh, he's not a politician. He was on the podium with the presidential candidate of oh, Labour Party, Party, Peter Obi. All these are going on. We can't wish many of these away. But in all this, we're talking about the Nigerian people, the workers, who only earn salaries. And from that salary now, for them to buy 20 liters of petrol, they must cough out uh, 10,000 naira. Now, now, Sam Samson, or more. Samson, according to Joe Ajero, he said something. Part of the demands they laid, you know, last week Tuesday when they met, they said that the NNPCL, yeah. which is a private limited liability company, mm. does not have a right to determine of fixed prices. Do you share the same sentiment? And also, that second question is, mm. now that Dangote Refinery will come upstream July August, why is the N why can the NLC be patient? Here. Do you support that idea? Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not asking too much for their patience. Okay. You know, when people on the street are agonizing, you there is little you can preach about patience. You mm. know, to people like that. But um, the, 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 the first question you asked was yes. what the NNPCL. The NNPCL the that they don't have the right. Exactly. It's not. It's not even much about the right to me. If you say you are deregulating, you cannot be regulating prices at the same time approbating and reprobating. So what they are doing is against I still, the law. I still, have, I still have issues with that. If you want to leave everybody that way, then don't tell us 500 in uh, Abel Kuta, 488 in Lagos, Enugu, 400, 600 and something and all those things. No. But from, from, the, from the many literatures I've seen, I think what they're also trying to do, knowing an average Nigerian businessman, mm. They could fix any price. Perhaps what they are just doing is just to give a ceiling. NNPC is the sole importer. They know how much this thing gets to Nigeria. They know what your profit margin will be, even if you sell in the remotest part of the country. Mm. Perhaps that's what they are trying to do. But they should do it not illegally. They should do it right if they want to do it. You, you, can, you can hold a meeting with these people where okay. all of them could agree. Because petroleum product is not like any other product you sell in the open market. It's an international product that everybody buys, you know, buys and, 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 and uses. So you have to really be clear on that. So for them to be fixing prices, there is still a problem with that. If they really want to deregulate, they should, they should deregulate. Look at diesel. Diesel, we were buying diesel some weeks or months ago at Tetron and something. The thing has come to 640, 650. That people are buying it now. Can we have the same thing of petrol so that these 500, 600 things can also come back maybe to 300, 350 so at the end of the day? So that the market forces will be at play and all that. That is what NLC is talking about. They are not entirely wrong. If they are telling the NNPCL that, look, you cannot be doing this. But that should not even be the headache of NLC. They need to keep their focus. They should not ask for too many demands or make too many demands concerning this. If they are not focused on this, and of course, aligning with TUC, 
and approaching the government. If the government is dealing with NLC on, mm. on the one hand, dealing with TUC on the other hand, another unions will also come. That cacophony will make, you know, the labor unions, organized labor, disorganized and weak. So they need to come together. Now that TUC, they've said, oh, we are meeting the government again tomorrow. Where would that leave NLC? Is NLC still going ahead with the strike that is declared on, on, Wednesday. on Wednesday? And we already got re- reports that some, some of their councils, state councils or chapters, mm. I also say they don't want to be they part of it. Part of the in the north, in the southwest. Although there's going to be a meeting tomorrow. Of course. They should, they should have a congress. There's going to be a meeting tomorrow. Not just the executive meeting they're having. Neck, neck, neck. That's what they have been saying. But some of them, some of their past leaders are saying, look, you can't, you can't do this. Some other leaders are even saying, the day is too young for this government. Why not give them time? But like I said, there's agony in the land. People... Uh, like I've been saying, uh, President Tinumbu, his honeymoon <laughs> will be so short with Nigerians. It will be so short. And you know, uh, this issue with uh, NLC, uh, many people have been, have been questioning uh, this, lab- this labor union that where were they, you know, uh, during the old uh, cash crunch, mm. uh, you know, we had us for a long time yeah. and they did nothing. And this just came in. Why not just sit down with the government and just dialogue and find a way out? You know, a- a- again, I, I, like we have a new president mm. in Nigeria. The NLC also have a new president, Jinjo Ajairo. Mm. And I, from my little knowledge, you know, as a unionist that I've been before, I, I know that if you don't carry your people along, or let me put it this way, if the majority of your members want something and you are not delivering on it, you lose accept- acceptability, you lose legitimacy. And that's why in any union, you know, the, 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 the Congress is the, is the supreme body. If you go to the Congress and they say we are we we are ready for a strike, if you are if you are not ready personally, mm. the best thing you can do is to resign mm. and leave that union. So I I I I can also understand the pressure that will be on him from certain members or affiliates of NLC that look it is strike or nothing. But how do you declare a strike? That also matters. Is it in the interest of everyone? Now, he also had the, the, the NLC president is also carrying a baggage of politics that some people are not comfortable with, especially those who are in love with this new government that have been formed. And they are, seen, they are not seeing him as a labor leader. They are seeing him as an opposition member, a, polit- a politician. Mm. So it's a baggage that he has to carry. I don't know how he's going to explain that because he was on the podium when... Mr. Peter Obi said he will also do what, you know, President Tinumbu has said he would do. That he called it an organized crime. That he won't, the first thing he would do is just to get rid of whatever he call subsidy on petrol. Maybe he will have done it better. It's another matter. But somebody is there now who also said I will do it. And he has not shifted from that ground. He said he would do it and he's doing it. Of course, he said it's going to be tough. Is it not tough now? So it depends on what, what we are looking at now. Are we looking at this matter because it's so tough for everyone now? Or we are looking at the bigger picture? Look at other stories that have been getting about Cameroon, about Benin Republic, just because Nigeria sneezed mm. last week. They are already catching cold in those countries. Are these other things we need to look at? So, what the NLC and TUC should be asking for, by me, is the palliatives. What are you going to do to cushion the effects? The men, many workers will be going to the offices now. They can't go with their cars, or maybe they take their cars to maybe to, to the office in turns. If 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 some people live close by, you know, talking yeah, okay, about okay, we'll follow, okay. you, you know. Or maybe they will be you know, putting money together to buy for someone's car and all that. When you, when you look at all this scenario, it's so tough for people to swallow. Really, it is tough out there. A lot of people are, will now have to trek half a distance to get to where they are going. Mm. If you have been giving your kids money, you know, in uh, one week now in Lagos, uh, there is midterm. 
and a lot of a lot of parents are so happy they, they feel so relieved because of the agonies of last week having to if a child has been going to school with just 200 naira for transportation you just have to increase it you increase it to 400 and the the the, the month or the woman or the parent salaries have not gone up if they are business people is it easy for for you to just also increase prices of your commodities or services like that you also want to calculate very well so that if if prices of things will go up they will go up together so that everybody knows that we're on the same page for some for for some services and products it's not that easy so i, I think everything still rises and falls on leadership the leadership of organized labor and the leadership of the country as represented by President Bola Metinumbu, they need to find a way of giving soccer to the people of Nigeria. The streets are not smiling. Exactly. Uh, well, uh, uh, speaking of uh, soccer, there is this report uh, this morning on many of the dailies about the federal government considering a review of the minimum wage. Mm. I guess after the meeting, you know, Dile Lake came to uh, address the media and was talking about how they want to review the minimum wage. Mm. And there were questions about the one we had in 2019, uh, as all the states in Nigeria have been able, you know, <laughs> to implement this minimum wage. So imagine we having a new one. Mm. What, is, what are my, the chances? My, 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 my thing about this... Um, I take all the time about salary increases this because uh, for someone who also has salary, mm. rather than you increasing my salaries, can you please improve my condition of service? If if I'm not if I have very good health insurance, if I have enough mortgage facilities, if I can go to the banks and get money in single digit interest very low one if there is mass transit for me to, that will encourage me to only take my car out if there is free May, education yes if if, well. if i'm going to church mm. with my family i know that that's when i'm taking my car out mm. or we are going for a picnic or a family party if monday to friday i can have mass transit to take me to where i'm going the train services and not like the train that we have now the body train it's too expensive for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm not even going there. But if you have all these things there, you mentioned free education and all those things. I'm not saying education should be free. Subsidy. In fact, those are the areas where we have subsidies. I, I've had a lot of argument that, oh, in the U.S., they also subsidize well. Lie. Big lie. They don't. What they do is they engage in incentivization. They give incentives to those who get involved who are involved in the petroleum industry through uh, paying less tax and some other things. It's not as if government will put in money. They, 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 they will transfer cash to those who sell petrol. No, no, no. That's not what they are doing. So Nigerians should just not get it mixed up if anybody is lying to you about that. So let us tell this government through the organized labor or other, maybe other NGOs say that, look, you need to do this. If I'm not going to... Those buses we are talking about, they are not even... They, they, they don't have uh, petrol engines. Mm. They use diesel. And they, they, they take more people at a time. It will even reduce traffic on the road. But if you are big enough to ride alone in your car to anywhere you are going, good luck to you. Luck to if you have that kind of money. But not the workers whose salaries are already spent. They don't even... The disposable income now has, has, has shrunk to a very regrettable level, unfortunate level. So those are the things, those are the things we should be discussing now. If you if you bring back subsidy, another government, you know, 11 years ago, we missed it. Of course, led by some of the characters like in this government and former government. Yes. But maybe they now realize that exactly. the, it should be done. Or maybe some people did not believe or trust the government of that time. Maybe they want to trust this government. If you still don't trust this government, just look around you. Angola, if though, even though they are facing their own out gradually, subsidy, and some other countries, are we going to continue to subsidize the fraud, the organized crime, like Mr. Peter Obi called it, and some other things? Okonjo Iweala had stories of what happened. Even when, when they tried not to pay some so-called importers of fuel who said they needed subsidy and they said we'll pay you but let us you know find out whether those products you said you even brought 
you brought them. How many liters and all those things? They could not do that. You know what happened? They kidnapped the minister's mother. The minister then, 83-year-old mother, and they almost killed that woman until dramatically she escaped, you know, from the, the cabal who have been doing that. This government now, part of what NSC should say to them, and Mr. Femi Fallon have been saying it, the, 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 the human rights lawyer, that look, you cannot just say because there is corruption there, you just sidestep all those people who have been eating fat. If anybody has collected money illegally, we want to know. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the thing. Why is it so difficult for NNPCL to come up mm. with a list of those who have benefited from some subsidy? of you'll be shocked that Make you'll be shocked public. that some of the officials are also involved. It's just that sometimes I think we, we should have passed through this stage when the House of Reps launched the, the probe. You remember he started yes, Farouk yes. Lawan? Farouk Lawan. He uh, also I got remember. he got himself messed up. I remember because, and dollar as well. Yes, mm. and of course, it was Mr. Otedola mm. who allegedly set him up at that yes. point. You know, when you put your hand in oil business, you, you, you could get your, high, your hands oily and it could mess you up. And that will happen. And because that happened at that time, we couldn't really get to the, to the root of the matter. Because the, 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 the people who are supposed to probe were not the ones that were being probed at the same time. So that ended the whole thing. <laughs> You know, the, the, the hunter becoming the, the hunter. <laughs> so I, I think it's if you don't go back to the past to see these people that have done this to us mm. and you just allow them to go. When they scrapped the, I think the auto gates that we had, the, the, the excuse then was, oh, people were not remitting money. We didn't see the use of the toll gate. And who were those people up to today? But we still use millions to remove all, sto- do- all those toll gates. Okay, now, Samson, one, so, more, one more question before we go into another story. is um, The Dangote refinery will be coming upstream July, August, mm. okay? And uh, since the Dangote, and according to it, it has a production capacity of about 650,000 refined crude oil, mm, which mm. is about, about 34 million liters per day. Mm. Now, earlier on, you talked about market forces. Mm. How would we have market forces when the Dangote refinery comes upstream, meaning that we have that monopoly thing? No, it it won't be a monopoly, uh, monopolistic, uh, you know, approach or scenario. Okay. This is it. He will have his own fuel coming into the market. Those who are still interest, interested in, you know, importing will still do their own. But from what we've heard, Dangote can feed the the the, the dem- our demands in Nigeria, even if he cannot. It means there will be petroleum products being produced locally. I don't know how many of the ingredients they want to import. I don't know if there is any. Now, my own thinking is this. The cost of transportation from um, Belgium, Germany, or any European country where they are bringing this thing will not be there. And there will be more products. Now, if you are talking about forces of demand and supply, it means we will have more in supply. That should do something by simple economic principle, bring down the prices. That is my own thinking, my, my little economic knowledge. But because, again, petroleum products are international products. They operate at that level. That will only affect the crude components because the amount they will sell to some other refineries or other companies is the same amount they will send to Dangote. And Dangote is not here, you know, to, to open up his, uh, his, his facilities as a Father Christmas. He also wants to make profit. He will pay salaries to many Nigerians and expatriates that will be working there. He will maintain those facilities and all those things. So we should not think that once he comes, then everything will be pushed aside. And it's not going to be a monopoly. The, uh, during Ashwaju's campaign period, they talked about also modular refineries. Refineries that are just that, that can just feed certain communities. We're already having, you know, like like we call those those ones we call illegal refineries. Yeah, fire. Yes, you can turn them into modular Yes, you can turn them into that. Encourage people with little amount of money. If you have one, for example, in Abelkuta and can feed Abelkuta or half of Abelkuta, the motor is there. You take that off what we are getting nationally from the consumption 
it's a it's a lot you are taking it's away. You know, so I, I think those are the those are the conversations that should be going on now. It's not going to be business as, as usual. usual. But like I said in my opening statement, why the people are being told to adjust, even without you telling them, a lot of people are already adjusting True. here and there. Would the government of the day adjust? Would they be willing to buy the, the money they well? spend? Mm. You know, I, I, I'm going back to this again. Lastly, on this matter, the vehicle that they could not share. National Assembly members. Mm. I don't know if they've shared those the, those vehicles. Maybe I need to. Are they, are they going to forfeit those vehicles? <laughs> yeah, you need, the the answer has not allowed them to 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 sure. bring them out. Mm. SUVs everywhere. Are, are we going into another dispensation of wastages mm. in governance? If President Inubu will assure Nigerian, of course, not just assurance, will show leadership. Show leadership. You know, by not allowing those things that have happened. Of course, he's also getting huge pensions in Lagos as a mm. former governor. Yes. Uh, can we also revisit all that and, and he will tell the nation that, okay, why I'm the president? I'm not going to collect Lagos pensions. I think some people will clap for him if, he, if he's going to do that. Uh, you're shaking some tables, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're shaking some t- some strong tables. Mm-hmm. All right, the Punch newspaper has this one. PDP wants Tinubu to make asset declaration public. Now, the People's Democratic Party PDP has called on President Balamed Tunubu and Vice President Kashim Shetima to take a cue from the late President Umar Musa Ardua by publicly declaring their assets as a demonstration of their determination to lead by example. The PDP stated this through its National Publicity Secretary, Debo Ulugwaba, on Sunday. PDP wants Tunubu to make asset declaration public. The Punch newspaper has that one. If the PDP actually won this election, will they be willing to <laughs> declare their assets public? It's it's uh, the PDP should not play to the gallery. The law is very clear. Exactly. You don't need to come to the public and call a press conference or publish it on the pages mm. of newspapers. You know, uh, some people is that asking for too much. Yes. The C uh, CCB. Yes. Code of conduct. It is a public institution. We've had many. They, they, they've, they've, they've had many uh, uh, requests through the Freedom of Information Act. Mm. If anybody does not know how to do that, get a lawyer who can have you put a request together and do that. The PDP, as as one of the biggest political parties in Africa, True. should be able to do that. If you really want to know how much this man is worth, let him do his declaration the way the law has said he should do it. Then you can move in and ask for that and if you find anything that is not adding up approach the court or call a press conference that see what we have you know see what we are seeing you know and the world will look at it of course you can go to court you know with that but every all these things about i think it was president mamadu bari that said he would do it publicly and he didn't do it and a lot of people felt maybe he was hiding something but it, it is what it is you can hold him for not being true to his words not acting true to to his words, but you, you have you, have you, have you seen what is in the document? Mm. The, have you found something that uh, that has not added up? If you haven't found anything, well, condemn him for not, uh, you know, saying what he said he would do. But no law has been violated, exactly. so the PDP can take a step further after the declaration on paper and look for the documents. True. Well, moving on to other stories this morning on the Pempushi newspapers, Ogun State Government orders investigation into killing of students, arson in Ijebu Ode. The Ogun State Government has assured that those responsible for the killing of a 300-level student of the Taishalar University of Education, Ijebu Ode, and subsequent mayhem in the town would be unveiled in due course and not go scot-free. Pempushi reports that the Permanent Secretary, Minister of Information and Strategy, Mr. Wahid Adishino, made this known in a state statement on Sunday stressing that the state government condemned the dastardly act. Uh, I think it was uh, last week that this a particular uh, uh, student was killed mm. in the community by some people saying it was a, a courtes and this uh, made uh, other students to uh, to attack uh, the, the community yeah. and cause uh, mayhem. And uh, talking about jungle justice, we've seen this, you know, happen oftentimes, and how much it, it, it keeps happening and nothing is being done, you know, about it. You know, I th- this story just reminded me of the Alu Four in Port Harcourt yes. at that point. 
it was a case of jungle justice too. Sure. Um, a boy was also killed in Akure about three weeks ago or four weeks mm. ago. Mm. And um, a lot, we have a lot of stories like that. I, I think this um, kind of incident has been bringing out the animals and human beings. Mm the beast in us um our emotions sometimes taking the best of us away and it's making us look like uh, people who love bestiality it's not something that should be encouraged thank god the the state government has moved in uh, those communities that are hosting universities and polytechnic really need to be careful um they call them indigenous versus students i remember that of uh yeah. here it, it used to be almost every semester exactly you know, they form vigilante group because they said some boys are Yahoo boys, some are autists. It's not in your place to kill or punish these people. If you really want to do your vigilante work, you can do it. Do it, gather information for the and law enforcement. And the if you can arrest, when you arrest them, hand them over. If you can, if you cannot arrest them without force, a force that will lead to death, then leave them alone to the police to do. So this has happened again. And if it continues, and the government, maybe gov- Governor Dapwabiodun says, we are moving the school out of that place, out of that town, oh, community. Oh, it will spell doom for the uh-huh. economic situation. Mm-hmm. Because, that, because many of these communities live on these students. Exactly. When they are on strike or when they are on break, it go to those towns. Down. You don't always see anything. Where, where houses could not even cost more than maybe uh, 100 a thousand naira or even fifty thousand naira in some places Prano. they are charging to fifty three hundred yes over these students. students and when they are they, they are on strike they, they they are not in school for a long period they still come back to pay the rent mm. talk about the ve- food vendors and some other services that are mm. going on there i think the the hosting communities of institutions should should please just calm down a bit these are young people sometimes they will misbehave I'm not talking about courtism as just a mere misbehavior. But because they are young, they, they attend parties while in school, they make noise, you know, playing music and all those things. We were all students before now. We know some of the things that as an adult now, when you look back, say, ah, we really misbehaved at that point. But you are adults, you have chiefs, you have balance in those places. Parents, if your your it were your children that were schooling elsewhere. And they have this, this kind of situation, calling your son or your daughter, whether rightly or wrongly, courtes. Then the, pe- the next thing is they kill that person. How will you feel as a mother, mm. as a father? It's good that the governor has stepped in and they should not look back. We, I, I have seen the statement where they even mention the traditional leaders yes. in those places and all that. And good enough, I saw it again this morning that the students... They, because the government has stepped in, they wanted to. They wanted to go on a protest. On the, on a protest. They've suspended yes. that. They've called on mm. every other, you know, student union president yes. in the state to respect the state government. They yes. should not cause any riot or anything. So the, the government should now pinpoint through investigation, of course, with the police. They should find out who did that. To make to, sure yeah. that we won't have a repeat of this. Yes. All right, so it's still freshly pressed. We go on those quick break. And when we're back, we review our last story, then open the phone lines. Don't touch that radio. Academy Suite, telephone 0817-666-601. Academy Suite, home away from home. All right, due to popular demand, we have to open the phone lines right about now. The numbers to call, 0815-432-1079. 
0818 We're live on Facebook, up and running on Facebook, Fresh 107.9 FM. I'm Bill Kutter. Send your comments and opinions there. You can also tweet at us at Fresh FM. I'm Bill Kutter. Who's going to be our first caller this morning? Hello, good morning. Linda, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. I'm Kaidi from Abekuta. Kaidi, let's... I greet you, Samson. God bless you. Good morning, sir. Uh, sorry about yesterday. Uh, let me <laughs> go straight to my point this morning. Um, already, Nigeria is in chaos. And how do we maintain peace in this adversity? You see, this adversity cannot be denied by you and I or any leader or the new leadership that has come up. Uh, but then, what do we need to take as steps to remedy all that is on ground now? Uh, we need to declare a total war against any corruption. We need to begin to see reason why, and probably drinking as um, um, in tune with what Tinubu uh, is doing. We need to stop all these uh, um, organized crime that associates said by name. All right, thank you. And um, will be. All right, thank, you. thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Let's pick up more calls. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hello. Good morning. Yeah, yeah good morning. Uh, good morning, Mr. Samson. Uh, good morning, ma. Yeah, my name is Polani Golan from Michigan. Really. All right, good morning. Uh, uh, this morning, I want to have my take by giving advice to NLC. I think, uh, like you know, that's okay. When you don't see TUC and NLC not, you know, reconciling the law, that's about that. Uh, as it is, one thing I want to advise is, if you could remember, the three candidates that we have as the presidential candidate told us that they are going to remove the subsidy, which is outrightly a, a phenomenon. So, as it is now, I just want them to take a, a part of it, which is what? They should fight for the minimum and the policy. Because I remember then that we shout on this radio, that what NLC is doing when we have cash coins, they refuse to do anything. All right, thank but you. But now, so I know what I'm talking about. Thank you, so, thank you. Appreciate you. Hello, good morning. Good morning, brother. Yeah, good morning. I'm Mr. David Longtime, sir. Yeah, thank you. Good morning. Uh, this is Sunday calling from Lego. All right, Sunday, let's talk. Uh, to me, I'm in support of subsidy remover. Yes, sir. Oh dear, we no. lost that call. Shout Try and call shout. us back. Hello, good morning. Yo. Okay, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You good have morning. Uh, Solomon on the Hello, line. Hello, good morning. Can you hear me? All right, Solomon, let's talk. Yeah. Um, I think uh, those who have been following me for a very long time, I support the removal of subsidy. Okay. But I'm remember those old days, 2012. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of those things that I did that I regretted doing mm. is to go to Ojota to go and protest. <laughs> Assuming we allow that something to go, we could have go beyond where we have to be. We are just postponing the evil day. Mr. Samson, you are talking about politics. Let me remind you, during the time of Jonathan, Jonathan even buys some buses. This labor that I want to, to strike, how did they maintain it? Mm. Where is the boss today? Mm. What are we talking about? Look, I don't say they should not go on strike. Oh, if they should, if they want to do protest, they should just give way for those of us who are ready to do our business. Because at the end of the day, government right, will increase their salary. Our- All right, thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Hello, good morning. All right, remember, we are on Facebook. On Facebook, Fresh 107.9 FMI Bill. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Hello, buddy. It's morning. Hello, buddy. Let's talk. Uh, you know, it motivates me every time I hear leaders of these organized labels you know, claiming that their agitations are all about a fight for the agony of regular Nigerians. Yes, it must be. It, it might be sometimes, but not all the time. So it's more of them championing the common interest of their members, not the generality of common Nigerians out there. And now, I mean, you just talked about uh, their, their, their bare-faced partisanship. That is fine. Then secondly, this same subsidy was removed on DPK kerosene, if I'm not wrong. That's right. Kerosene is the domestic fuel Mm. of the poorest of the poor, the poorest of the poor amongst us. Please, what did NLC do? We talked about someone just talked about the cash crunch. In fact, that agony, that pain was in fact out of Hello. 
Oh dear. I'm trying to call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello? Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hello? Hello, good morning. Oh dear. Alright, so um, let's quickly look at some of the messages we have here on Facebook. Showing Kajibala says, Is it only petrol that civil servants buy? How much is insulin injection today? NLC strike is a must. Living wage is a must. We should not carry DB and HP throughout the service, only to retire to death. Uh, okay, diabetes and um, hypertension. Okay. All right, good. Uh, Bamidelo Gnyami says, Good morning, Fresh FM. I don't think an NPCL fixed the price for PMS. They only announced the price at their own filling stations nationwide. Secondly, they seem to be dictating the price for now because they are at present the sole import of PMS. By the time other people are licensed to import and Dangote Refinery starts production, prices will definitely be determined by market forces. All right, Larry Lakomi says, Is Mr. Joe Ajero, the NLC chairman, a card carry member of the Labour Party? If yes, Labour on the NLC should disregard his calls for nationwide strikes starting from Wednesday. His principal, Peter Obi, made a categorical statement that he would remove subsidy in fuel immediately, which simply means that no provision should have been made for palliatives before implementation. All right, this next one says, the NLC chairman should honorable resign because of his double standard. All right, on uh, Twitter. On Twitter, Kende, the hardship is too much. Petrol is 550 naira per litre at Obantoko. Even major marketer, where is the petrol monitoring team by the governor of Ogun State? Most of these outlets are under dispensing. Rila Ruse, yes. where is labor when naira redesign policy plagued the country? An unbiased and non-partisan labor organization can rally round the people, but the present labor unions are made up of politicians with no interest of workers. Epoxy Alongbe, good morning, guys. Please, I will just want to... Okay. Okay, what is, is asking if the cargo airport in Kenya has been completed. Just asking for a friend. Oh, okay. Maybe he wants to start. He wants to start flying. Maybe he wants to start flying. <laughs> Kayode, like Tinubu choose to use words with restraint. A man of knowledge uses words with restraint. His utterances brought the adversity, albeit the palliatives. Ah. And he said that loss of trust and confidence would not be allowed NLC to continue any meetings again. And he said up NLC. Yeah. I think I think it's a fine time for us to. Uh, Somebody mentioned on that dispensing, mm. and that's another area where it's government needs to come. In. Um, you buy for five liters, but it you're actually buying four or three point eight liters. Some say, oh, mm. <laughs> yes. So who who checks this for us? Mm. That's the question. And for those of you collecting such money, hey, people are paying this money out of the agony of their mind. Be careful of the kind of costs you attract to your business. All right. I think it's a fine place for us to leave it. And also, something is happening today. Samson. Samson's going to be playing football today. What about you? Uh, Ah. I'm going to be... the goalie, all right. Yeah. We're going to be playing with. Um, why, why are you being an alarmist? Is it the first time? I'm, okay, maybe you are going to see me for the yes, first sure. time. Yeah. Uh, well, that that's why you are alarmed. No, well, I, I'm the Edwin Van der Sar. It's 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 one of it's one of the things that makes me happy. Oh, Footballing. Yeah, sure. That's it. Sure, sure. Mm. So we're going to be playing. So if you're interested, for you can, Swan. Yeah, if yeah. you're interested, just come. We're going to be to whipping another radio station this morning by 10 o'clock by the special grace of God you see all Fresh FM stars live by the special grace of God it's a fine place to leave it I did the show with oh my Amy I did so you enjoy your Monday and Samson Akindele was also in the God building. bless Nigeria my name is Benga Oresh Shegun thank you to my studio manager thank you so much but keep your FM down plugged on the radio down Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota keeping you fresh all day is what we do Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, Fresh. 107.9 FM. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates the Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS
as you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Fresh, 